Well, so much to talk about with Vaughn Palmer from the Vancouver Sun this morning. It is budget day here in BC. You've got former Premier Christy Clark testifying at the Cullen Commission into money laundering. And of course, there's the COVID-19 pandemic. Good morning, Vaughn. Good morning, Simi. Hey, it turns out you actually can restrict travel right within british columbia who knew <laughs> i thought this, i thought that too when i heard it yesterday oh we can do all this we were just choosing not to do all this yeah i mean we've been talking about this for weeks uh, <laughs> you and i and others and you know nothing but mocking from new democrats and notes saying you can't do this and that's not the way we do things in british columbia and Adrian Dix at one point suggested the whole thing was un-Canadian. We do not live in that kind of a state. Well, it turns out we do live in that kind of a state. Premier John Horgan, uh, what, about 10 days ago, he said about the uh, flood of outer town, out-of-towners here on the island, what are we supposed to do, arrest them? We just ask them to stay home. Well, we're doing more now. We're getting restrictions yesterday announced by the Premier. He said that the New Democrats didn't want to lunge into this. Uh, I wouldn't call it a lunge. Uh, Horgan's been talking about it for months. So here we are. So what do you think changed? Uh, You know, what I think changed is what, again, uh, in our business, we picked up on weeks ago, which is growing public outrage. Uh, People, the majority, many, many of our readers and listeners and viewers are following the rules, and they're tired of these stories of people lined up to go to vacation spots, partying on the beaches, ignoring the rules, and so you've got that, public outrage. And I think, you know, the government does do opinion polling. They pick up on this stuff. And the second thing is the third wave of the pandemic is worse than the second wave, right? And the New Democrats did their best to ignore the second wave because they were fighting for... Uh, re-election, and they've been downplaying the third wave all year, and it's now, because of the variance, because of the case spread, because, as we heard yesterday, there are hospitals and there are ICUs that are approaching the point of being overwhelmed. Healthcare workers are stressed out more than they've ever been. And so you put those two together, the government had to do something. I, I I don't think John Horgan wanted to be doing this, Simi, the day before the provincial budget. He's been talking up that provincial budget for weeks, you know. We're putting the pandemic behind us. We're going to make British Columbia stronger than ever. But he had to do it, and he did it. Credit to him for doing it. Um, but it is also a sign of what, in my view, was a major political mistake by John Horgan, which was all yeah. those premature victory laps. Well, exactly, right? That's exactly, I think, what drove so many of us crazy. What do you think this is going to look like? Like these, I think a lot of people have focused in on these kind of random counterattack checks. Well, you know, that's the other good question out of yesterday. And you can see, to some degree, in spite of the fact that the government's been talking about this for weeks and supposedly preparing, for for weeks, Horgan actually was in a scramble yesterday to explain how all this is going to work. When he was asked details like the one you just asked about how these checkpoints work and so forth, well, you know, Mike Farmworth will be announcing all of that later this week. Like, putting it off for weeks and then not being able to explain what you're going to do is another level of error. Here's my read on it, and I'm going by mostly by what the Premier said between the lines. The random checks are aimed, they're random, first of all, and they're aimed at discouraging travel 
to vacation destinations. The ferry restrictions will take care of people coming to the island for holidays and people leaving the island and going for holidays on the mainland. So what are the random highway checks all about? I think what those will be is they're not going to be on the border between Vancouver Coastal and Fraser Health. They're not going to be there to stop people who live in Surrey and work in Vancouver or who, you know, work in Richmond and and travel to the North Shore for where they live. They are, I would expect to see them on the highways leading out of the lower mainland to vacation spots. Don't be surprised if they're on the Sea to Sky Highway. Don't be surprised if there's random checks on the Coquihalla or the Hope Princeton or the Fraser Canyon. That's what this is aimed at. And I think just the fact that they've announced they will be there will have an effect on people's plans to travel, especially on holiday weekends, on the big one coming up in May. As I said, I don't think this is designed to keep the Civil Liberties Association in business for the next decade. I think it's messaging as much as anything. And you know, Simi, we've been talking about this for a while, right? Like, just tell people there won't be extra sailings on the ferry on the holiday weekend, and some people will go, I don't want to spend six hours in a ferry lineup. I'm not going to the island this weekend. Right, but not enough people, I guess, were listening, right? That is the problem. There were yeah. too many examples of people not paying attention well, uh, was, to this. It was too easy. Yeah. Families put extra sailings on. What was that message, right? I mean, again, people picked up on this right away. I heard about it immediately. Wait a minute. If they don't want people to travel to the island, why are they putting extra sailings on on the holiday weekend? Exactly. And then they come up and say, well, you know, we need the ferries to move goods back and forth to the mainland. Well, that, that happens every day. Well, people need them to go see the doctor on the mainland. Yeah, but they're not doing that on a holiday weekend, right? Yeah. This is about, this is a, it was a, it was a classic case of mixed messaging from the government. On the one hand, we don't want you coming to the island. And on the other hand, we're putting extra ferry sailings on. So do you think that's going to be enough then to get that message through to people? Because that's, I think, what it's all about, right? Is you may not have to enforce all this. What you want is yeah. people to just hear it. Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a five-week plan. It is designed to get us through to the end of May. By then, uh, they're saying the goal, if Ottawa comes through with all the vaccines that have been promised, about 60% of the population should have their first dose. Uh, that will mean that we're approaching a margin of safety. Uh, they did, uh, you know, you're, you're now uh, 18 and over. You've got a date to register for vaccination. AstraZeneca is back in the pharmacies for people, what, age of 40 and over? You got it. I booked uh, my appointment. Ah, uh, yeah. So you're over 40, Simi. I wouldn't have bet that. Well, barely. Well, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm well I'm over 40. I'm as you know. So. I'm well over 40. <laughs> <laughs> 49, actually. So, yes, I did notice there were a lot of people my age, those Gen Xers, pretty happy yesterday being able to book that. Uh, Is there more supply of that? Like, what did we hear about supply? Well, what we heard is two things, that the AstraZeneca, now that it's more widely available, will allow them to resume both vaccinations for younger people who want it, and also we should be able to move back to the frontline worker vaccination plan. That, that, that was to some degree suspended as well. 
Uh, Moderna has once again fallen down on deliveries, but the workhorse vaccine for everybody else, Pfizer, uh, Ottawa is saying they've lined up more supplies of that. So, you know, I mean, I, I'm a pessimist, as you know, but when you look out uh, and you think, um, well, first of all, if they'd acted sooner, I think some of the stresses and that we've seen would have been avoided. But the other thing is looking out, um, I think really the next deadline we are looking at is the end of May. And by then, um, yeah, the the goal is to get 60% of the population vaccinated roughly by then of the target population. And at the moment, it looks as if they'll make that deadline. Okay, and let's talk about budget day today, yeah. right? Still doing the lockup and all that, all that kind of stuff, but it's all done online this time. Yeah, virtual lockup. Uh, the technological wizards in the government have designed one that certainly uh, on screen looks very, very impressive. We've got a, 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 a the convention center is there. There are rooms, and you can click on, and you can go in and get documents and talk to officials and stakeholders. Ah, uh, Simi, <laughs> I'm a I'm not a technological wizard. I still have trouble <laughs> with fax machines and cassette players. So I'm just like going, oh God, this is going to be a nightmare. But uh, I've been assured that there's a helpline there to help idiots like me to get, navigate the whole thing. So fingers crossed uh, that. Uh, I still think that I'm probably going to be sitting, you know, following everyone's Twitter feed when the lockup ends up to figure out what the hell actually went on with the budget. But it's a whole new world. Wait for tomorrow morning. We'll see if I know anything. Whole new world. Also, I guess the thing is, you guys are all going to be in the lockup or following this along. But at this, we've also got former Premier Christy Clark testifying. Yes, uh, apparently so. Uh, my uh, looking forward to the coverage out of that. I'm sure it's just a coincidence that it ended up being today, and I'm sure the Liberals aren't crushed that this happens to be the day it's happening on. But uh, there's been good coverage out of those hearings. My colleague Ian Mulgrew at the Vancouver yes. Sun, John Hua, and Sam Cooper looks in once in a while. Um, you know, and this thing's got a long way to go yet. Uh, the commissioner has gotten an extension to the fall. Uh, and I think, you know, wait for his final report to see what he actually says yeah. about what went on here and what needs to be done. We will see. All right, Vaughn, busy day for you. Thank you. Bye-bye, Sam.